Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, a Limerick Today listener has been in touch about the old fever hospital in Croom in County Limerick after news that it is set to be demolished. Uh, according to a number of locals in the community, it's come as a shock to many, uh, with quite a few only finding out earlier this week. And local man Pat Hayes is on the line now. Hello, Pat. How are you? Hello, Joe. How are you keeping? Good, good. So where exactly is uh, this old fever hospital in Croom for people who aren't local to the area, Pat? Yeah, so most people would know the Croom Hospital. Obviously, it's the orthopaedic hospital nowadays. Um, but it has a long history on the site and, and it's probably up 600 metres from the main street. Uh, the building we're talking about is the fever hospital, which is at the back of the hos- of, of the main orthopaedic hospital today. Um, and it has been there, I mean, we're talking about a building which is almost 170 years old. Um, the workhouse was set up at the time of the famine. Um, so famine victims would have been in this in this, uh, complex. And in the next few days, this building is going to be torn to the ground um, with no proper consultation, not through um, uh, a tr- what seems to be a shroud of secrecy. Um, I brought it to the attention of the community of Chrome during the week and it was a complete shock and, and uh, disbelief that this was going to happen. Um, well, we've been in touch with the council on it and yeah. uh, they said that the HSE applied to the council as the planning authority for the demolition of a number of derelict structures on the campus of Croom Orthopaedic Hospital back in August 2020. As the campus contains a number of protected structures, the application was automatically referred to bodies such as Untashka <coughs> and the Department of Heritage's Development Applications Unit. There's a mouthful for review, as is required by the regulations. Neither of these bodies made submissions mm. or observations on the application, no submissions were received from any members of the public. Following a detailed process, which included a request for further information, permission was granted in February 2021, uh, not that long ago, to demolish two buildings, the Fever Hospital building, which was completely destroyed by fire in 2012, and the former nurse's home, which was originally built as stables and coach houses and uh, also in the response because we went asking questions um, Mm. after chatting to you yesterday about this and the council says um, that uh, as to claims that um, people may have been unaware of these works until yesterday they say under the planning regulations an applicant must direct notices at the site informing the public of the intention to apply for planning permission the information on all planning applications is available free of charge on limerick.ie Weekly planning lists are published on limerick.ie. Uh, the applicant posted a note in the local newspaper. So yeah. that's their response to that, Pat. That, that's, that's, that's right, Joe. And like everything else, of course, everyone's mind in, in the area was distracted by COVID. Um, as you say yourself, I mean, the council have admitted that on Tashka, nor the Department of Heritage have responded. So there, there is no... Uh, Full uh, research done on this. I mean, they have missed themselves that they, their access to records and archives were cut off. So no proper evaluation of the site has been done. They don't even know the date of construction of it. The council have admitted that. Um, and the, the, in the architectural heritage uh, assessment, they admit that the loss of these 19th century structure, structures represents a significant negative impact on the historic character of the site. So there's no evaluation done. This has all been rushed through. I'm not anti-progress. The people of Croom are not anti-progress. Um, it's brilliant to see the, the, the new buildings go up in Croom. But, Joe, do you know they're replacing the, this fever hospital with? 
they were replacing it with a car park. And there was a 20-acre field on the other side of the hospital, which would easily do for, for a car park. And here we are. Joni Mitchell's words from the song, They Paved Paradise and Put Up a Parking Lot, come to mind here. Pat Hayes is uh, local in Croom and uh, Minister of State and Fianna Fáil TD for the Limerick constituency. Niall Collins is on the line as well. Good morning to you, Minister. Good morning. uh, What can you tell us about all of this? Yeah, absolutely, Joe. It it, it was news to me. Um, Pat contacted me recently um, in relation to this. And um, exactly as Pat has outlined and as you have outlined there, I um, communicated yesterday with Limerick City and County Council in relation to this. And I I got pretty much the the reply that you got, that they followed um, a process. But there's a couple of things that that really um, concern me in relation to this. Um, First of all, the, the HSE has a huge capital budget. And um, the, the site in Croom, the, the, the entire complex that we know as Croom Orthopaedic Hospital, um, has huge um, conservation and architectural um, heritage and merit. And I think everything should be done to try and preserve that. The, the original main buildings were built in the mid-19th century, um, sometime in the early 1850s. So it, it's a, a huge integral part of our history and our culture in Limerick. And I think there's an onus and a responsibility on the HSC who have a huge capital budget, uh, a budget stretching to billions, um, you know, to to look at the buildings and to see the merit in them and to say, okay, we can reinstate these buildings, we can refurb these buildings. And exactly as Pat has outlined there, um, if a car park is required, there is ample space for the, the development of a car park. I am... Um, look, I mean, I, I'm hugely disappointed that um, organisations like the Department of Heritage and Antashka, who's a prescribed organisation, didn't see fit or didn't bother to make um, any type of an informed, uh, any type of a submission at all whilst the planning application was live and going through the planning process. So, so it's a concern. Um, it's a concern to me as a as a representative for the area that that such. Um, such a planning application really flew under the radar. Yes, of course, the council are pointing out that they followed um, proper procedure and um, that, that that they took all the courses of actions that they, they're statutorily obliged to take um, right throughout the planning process. But um, for, for an area and for structures that have such, um, I suppose, deep, um, deep roots in our history and our culture, it is a shame to see that, that they are going to be knocked and I'll be I'll be communicating uh, the view that Pat and the the wider community in Croom and beyond have been articulating quite strongly on social media. I'll be communicating that to the HSE at the highest level today. Yeah, um, and uh, Pat Hayes, yeah. ideally, what would you like to see happen? And also, do you think it's just too late now? Uh, I, Joe, it's never too late. Um, as I said, the future generations won't tackle us if we don't act now on this and try to save this building. Um, for the last, ever since this was closed to the Fever Hospital, the community of Croom has, has offered and have asked the HSC to re, to put vigour back into this building again. Only 20 years ago they were asked, um, oh, sheltered housing, is it possible? Now, at the moment, there are very few tourist um, resorts, whatever, in, in Croom. 
And it, it is possible, if you go up to Dunnockmore in Leash, you can see what, what can be done because there could be a workplace museum here in Croom, a family museum in Croom. And so there's loads of opportunities here. Uh, as I say, sheltered housing could be there. It's right beside the hospital. Um, but so I suppose are, the, the ultimate point is, and you know, yeah. when people hear protected structure, they almost assume that there's no way that anything can ever be done. But of course, mm. the point that the council is making is that there is a process around that and yeah. they went through it and we've ended up where we are now. But as Niall Collins said, Joe, this went completely under the radar. The count, I've been on to a few county councillors and TDs like Niall. No one knew anything about it. And everyone was assumed, they saw the new buildings in Croom, they thought this is great. It's great to see the new buildings in Croom. But these are so saying, are you saying that you would like it paused and what absolutely. restarted or revised or, or give everyone an opportunity again? Absolutely, Joe, because we are seeing right in front of our eyes in the next few days, these are the same people who destroyed Woodkey in Dublin. Uh, O'Reilly's house last September was knocked. The man who fought in 1916 it was knocked overnight. Uh, Cottage Chase. They've allowed these things to fall down. And it's not as if the community of Croom has ever tried. The HUC has stonewalled him over the, over the years, and suddenly we've come to this. Mm-hmm. Joe, on a, on, a, on, a, on a side part, on a, on a, a nature view point of it, the birds are nesting. There are scores of, scores of birds nesting in that building at the moment. Now, if I was to go out and cut down a tree with birds, I'd be doing, I'd be getting trouble with, with the authorities. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Well, uh, Minister Niall Collins, um, do you think that it will be stopped? I mean, again, you know, the, the council are pretty adamant here that there was a process, uh, it went to the right people, there weren't responses and, and that you know, they're going ahead. Well, well, look, I mean, the, the, the council, from, from their point of view, they have done their job. Um, the, the, it's a matter of fact that the, the permission has been granted to the HSE to, to demolish the building and to proceed to develop a car park. But um, I think the HSE need to reconsider this and I think they need, they need to reevaluate um, the, the, the merit of what they're proposing to do because as Pat has outlined um, and as so many members of the public in Croom have also said, the, the, the history and the heritage associated with that complex is immense. And we've seen so many instances around the country uh, where heritage buildings have been allowed uh, to be demolished or go into... And and do you you think it's easily compatible with, you know, um, a hospital, you know, a working hospital to do something alongside the the fever hospital? The the building that we're discussing, which is to be demolished, is to be demolished to make place for a car park. And there is um, other um, uh, absolutely... um, you know, available property to the HSE on the complex. The HSE is always... Would you agree that the HSE would end up handing it over to someone else? I mean, they're a health authority. They're not necessarily about running a cultural... Yeah, just just to finish the point, there's no reason... The HSE always has a demand for space, whether whether it's office space or administrative space or, you know, uh, space for whatever they they do across all their range of services and activities. So there's... Um, every reason in my mind and in my view why the HSE uh, should carry out an evaluation of the building and say, can we refurbish this building? Can we re- repurpose it and maintain um, I- its architectural merit and heritage? Okay. Um, for, for their and own purposes. In that regard. Right. For their own purposes and usage. Okay. One other thing, Minister, um, as I say, you know, the headlines, a big change from earlier in the week, very positive in the papers today about this Pfizer vaccine coming in. Um, you know, a lot of people were talking to us during the week and expressing genuine doubts about this 80% target that uh, the government keeps talking about being hit by the end of June for first jabs. Will it be hit now? 
Well, I, I think it will. I still think we're on track. Um, th- there's no doubt, Joe, that we're, we're on a, um, a complete roller coaster in terms of uh, the whole vaccination um, campaign that, that the country that we're all engaged in. There, there's ups and there's downs. So we, we had some bad news, as you know, earlier on in the week, and then Pfizer-BioNTech, um, thankfully, um, um, fast-forwarded a delivery of over half a million vaccines yesterday, which... Um, you know, negated the the impact of the AstraZeneca and the Johnson and Johnson um, uh, effects, which came into into the public domain earlier in the week. So the the, the plan is rolling out. Our, our GPs are flat out, as we know, the the um, regional and the the, the county wide vaccination centres are working away. Also, the portal um, is now open opening this morning for the 65 to the 69. Uh, year old cohorts and the the people who are high uh, um, the high at risk um, people aged uh, uh, below that are also being vaccinated. So there's a lot of moving parts to this. I, I think we're all agreed, uh, and nobody can argue that um, none of us have experienced ever, and hopefully we will never have to experience it again, a pandemic like this. There's no playbook. Uh, the government has to react uh, on a daily basis to challenges, to demands, to changes. There's been over 25 changes to the vaccine schedule. Um, But in the main, um, and I think it's really positive and refreshing to hear from government that um, the the, the headline um, target of uh, vaccinating over 80% of our population by the end of June is still on track. Okay. Minister of State Niall Collins, thank you very much on both of those. And thank you as well to Pat Hayes from Croom uh, talking to us about the Fever Hospital. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.